Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. When you don't have a clear curriculum for your classroom, it is so overwhelming to try to put that together yourself. Spending hours on Pinterest and Google, pulling worksheets and pulling pieces of curriculum together to make something that works for your classroom. That's why we created the Autism Helper Curriculum and now offer Curriculum Access. Curriculum Access gets you access to all levels and all subjects of the highly differentiated evidence-based Autism Helper Curriculum. You can have students working on letter identification and working on parts of speech at the same time in our easy-to-use curriculum. We currently have hundreds of teachers using Curriculum Access from all over the world with consistently rave reviews. I want you to join that group of teachers. Now is the time to ask your administrators for curriculum access. We have an email template ready to go so you can ask them to set up a demo. Your administrators can jump on a live call with our team members to see everything that's included in the Autism Helper curriculum access. Next year, let's reduce the overwhelm. Let's start the year out with a path and a plan and resources to meet all the diverse needs of your students. Let's make next year the year of curriculum access. Head over to the show notes to learn more. Hi, I'm Sasha Long, special ed teacher and board certified behavior analyst. Welcome to the Autism Helper Podcast. I'm here to explore different strategies to improve the lives of individuals with autism. live sessions or when I record video trainings for my course or my membership, there are a few topics that I always go on tangents about. And I know it's coming and I honestly, guys, I just can't help myself. Like I have to go there. And one of these tangents that I go on often is about teaching the skill of protesting. I got on this tangent recently when I was doing a behavior change workshop and I was talking about how we set the stage for positive behavior change, how we are respectful to our students, how we avoid a power struggle, and how our language is really powerful in that. And one of the things that I recommend avoiding is rhetorical questions. And I'll talk about that in a minute and how that comes into play when we think about teaching protesting. But let's rewind for a minute and let's talk about why this skill is so important and why it's really essential that we don't forget about teaching this skill. So protesting is is saying no. It's being a self-advocate. It's knowing your own boundaries for what is comfortable and safe and what you're okay with and then acting upon when those boundaries are crossed. I mean, we can protect ourselves by protesting in big ways and in small ways. Whether it's something as simple as saying no to a food we do not like or something as big as saying, no, we do not want to go with someone or go somewhere where we feel unsafe or where we may be harmed. 
And there's a lot in between. But it's a skill that's essential for independence. It's a skill that's essential for being a self-advocate. It's something that maybe you have to work on yourself. Maybe you're like me where I have a hard time saying no to things that I maybe don't have time for or don't particularly want to do. And I say yes anyways, right? Is anyone else like that? I'm like that. So it's something that I'm working on. I'm working on the skill of protesting appropriately. With our kids, we want to make sure that we are creating autonomous adults who can stand up for themselves, who can say, no, I don't want that, or I don't feel safe, or I don't want to do that. It's arguably a more important word to learn than even the word yes. So we want to include this in our instruction, whether you are teaching the babies and you are teaching preschool or whether you are teaching high school and this becomes a lot more complicated, we want to be teaching this at every level. What types of scenarios will our kids be in and how can they stand up for themselves and say no? This may be a mindset shift at first for you or your team members on why this is so important to teach. Because let's face it, Kids are not taught to say no. Kids are taught to say yes all the time. And that's not right. It's doing our kids such a dangerous disservice. So it may be a mindset shift with your team members that, hey, sometimes our kids are going to say no And that's okay. That's good. So I want you to really kind of spend time having conversations with your colleagues about why this is important. If this is something that is new, I want you to start having these conversations. That may be the first step that you're ready for and your team is ready for because you want everyone to understand the why. You want to get that buy-in, right? So you want everyone on your team to really understand the why so you can work on this together. So in a few minutes, I'll talk about how to directly teach this skill, but let's start by looking at what things we want to avoid. And I already told you one of them. I want you to avoid rhetorical questions. And I talk about this when I talk about how we can use our language positively with our students. This comes up and then I get sent off on the tangent about teaching protesting. But the reason that rhetorical questions are really tricky is that they really aren't questions. And if we ask our students a rhetorical question and they say no, we make them do the expectation anyways and we teach them that their no does not matter. So when you say, hey, Johnny, do you want to come take your math test now? And Johnny looks right at you and goes, no. Because like, first of all, Johnny, respect. Who wants to take a math test? No one. And you asked him, do you want to take it? I mean, you set yourself up for it, right? And he says no. And you say, oh, okay, too bad. Come sit down. It's time for the math test. In that moment, you have taught him that his no does not matter. His no does not mean anything. And you may think, oh, it's small, whatever. It's not. And when that happens time and time and time again, and our kids are taught in all of these small ways that their no doesn't mean anything, that's big. That is teaching that they are not able to stand up for themselves and be an advocate for what they want and don't want. Our bodies come in different shapes and sizes, so doesn't it make sense that our weight loss plans should too? 
That's the beauty of Noom. They build a personal plan that factors in dietary restrictions, medical issues, and other personal needs so your plan works for you. Noom doesn't restrict or shame when you want to treat yourself. Their flexible program focuses on progress instead of perfection. You don't have to give up carbs or anything. And with their daily lessons, you can learn something new about your food choices every day. After just a few days of using the app, I learned how to recognize cues for overeating and how to choose the right foods to feel full. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M dot com. And check out Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for a hundred healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold. Vacation starts with VA. Whether you're feeling beachy, mountainy, or every E in between, you'll find all that you love all in one trip to Virginia. Start yours at virginia.org. So I want you to make this, you know, at minimum, what we're doing right now is we're talking with our teams and we're setting the stage for this to happen. And this is the first step is, is talking with your team about why this is important and then starting to get the language you use as a classroom under control. If you are a team that is more casual and maybe you use rhetorical questions or sarcasm, I want you to check it a little bit and think about really what is the purpose of that and are you accomplishing the intended purpose? You may think you're being casual and funny or you know, exposing them to language that's used in the natural world, but in reality, you may be doing the opposite. You may be giving directives that are very unclear and at the same time teaching them that their no doesn't matter. So when next time kids are getting ready to go on the bus and you're like, hey, Susie, you ready to get on the bus? And she's like, no, because she's playing with the iPad. She doesn't want to give off the iPad. And you're like, oh, well, too bad, Susie, come on. And you take her hand. Think about the unintended consequences there and think about how how big that can be for students. So we want to really set the stage by using only questions where if your student answers no, you can respect that no. Susie, do you want to get on the bus is not a time you can respect. No, they have to get on the bus, right? They have to go home. So really be thoughtful about when you're asking questions. And this leads us into truly how to teach this skill. And big picture, there's a lot of ways we can work on this, but an easy way to just embed this into your day and into your instruction and into your perspective and goals overall is to do two things, is to give opportunities to protest and to respect no. Really, honestly, big picture, that's it. We want to give opportunities and respect the no. So what I mean by giving opportunities is to give kids choices, right? Oh, the power of choices, making choices and being in control. Oh my gosh, guys, it's fun, I love being in control. I love making choices of what I do with my day. Don't you? I don't want to watch golf. I want to watch Real Housewives. If my student, my husband is picking the shows we watch, I'm not happy about it. I want to make those choices. I want to be in control. Give your students, give your clients, give your children lots of ways to make choices and be in control. What type of snacks do you want? What's the order of activities you want to do? What color pen do you want to write with? Where do you want to sit? 
all of those little choices are so meaningful. And when we talk about, you know, establishing our establishing ourselves as the chocolate chip cookie and pairing ourselves in our classroom with reinforcement and making our classroom a place our kids want to be, giving choices is so part of that. Because I would much rather be in a classroom where I can make choices that impact my day versus a classroom where the whole day is scheduled for me and I can make no choices or impact that no way. And I'm not saying that, you know, you're the teacher, obviously, where there's going to be schedules, lunches at a certain time, we've got to get academics, IP goals in, all that good stuff. But there's so many choices we can give along the way of that schedule. So give choices. And when students say no to options, respect that. Hey, do you want to come over here and try this new snack we're having? We're having graham crackers that are chocolate. Have you ever had them? And if your student's like, no, say, okay, cool, no problem. They don't have to try the chocolate graham crackers. I don't care. Hey, do you want to come play a game with us? And they're like, no, I don't want to. Okay, cool. You don't have to. Hey, do you want to write in a highlighter for today's lesson? Nope. Okay, cool. No problem. Hey, would you prefer to write in red or blue? Okay, I'll do blue. Great. So give a lot of options to make choices throughout the day and start to look for opportunities to give students the time to be in control to have kind of that power of making decisions that impact their day. We want to look for both big and small opportunities, whether it be something as simple as the type of snack or, you know, the marker or, you know, bigger options like, hey, how do you want to spend your break time or what's like a big ticket reinforcer we can all work for as a group or with your older students, have them help set their goals, their long-term goals, their short-term goals. When we think about getting buy-in and teaching our students to have strong executive functioning skills and be independent learners, setting goals is so essential to that. And we want our kids to be involved in choosing those goals. So that's how we can teach this skill is giving opportunities and respecting the no. And teaching this skill of protesting plays right into this conversation of giving our kids choices and autonomy. There's an article that I read back in grad school that some of you BCBAs may have read as well. And part of the title of the article is The Right to Eat Too Many Donuts and Take a Nap. I I will cite that article in the show notes because I can't remember the author off, off the top of my head. But it talks about the right of all people to have personal liberties. And sometimes you and I, right, we want to eat just eat too many donuts and take a nap. And our kids and our adults, our students and clients have those same rights. And we want to give them those same liberties. So giving choices, giving control, and respecting the no is part of that. And we want to include this in our instruction because this may be something, quite honestly, that is new to your learners. This may not be something that they've been directly taught or that they know they really have the power to do, the power to set boundaries and say no when those boundaries are crossed. So if we can include that in our instruction, give them practice, teach them that it is okay to say no, that is one of the biggest and best life skills that we can give our learners. Thanks for listening to the Autism Helper podcast. If you liked what you heard and want to hear more, hit subscribe. It would mean a lot to me if you left some feedback. Whether I'm working one-on-one with a student, doing a podcast like this one, or presenting for a PD, my goal is always to provide as much value as I can. 
so your feedback really helps me make sure I'm doing just that. If you have other topics you'd like me to cover, leave in the feedback or message me on social media. You can follow me at The Autism Helper on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and Pinterest, or visit my website, theautismhelper.com. Thanks again for listening. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Having the right resources for your classroom is essential to making sure your classroom is running smoothly. At the Autism Helper Shop, we have all of the resources you need to make sure you have the behavior, communication, and curriculum supports for your students. Within our shop, we have adapted books, task cards, resources aligned to the VB map and the ABLES, behavior plan flowcharts, data sheets, curriculum. Everything you need, whether you are an early childhood teacher or a high school teacher, we have all of the resources that will meet those students' needs. So head over to shop.theautismhelper.com to check out all of our resources.